savings and mark your faves. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Incumbent Worker Training has helped thousands turn jobs into careers. The Incumbent Worker Training Program has helped us to create knowledgeable, skillful, efficient employees. The program's always been outstanding. I think over the years as engineering and skilled labor tactics advance, we end up staying on the cusp of, of new things, new training. It definitely helps our employees grow in their craft skills. Learn more at laworks.net slash IWTP. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Josh Hart has lost a lot of AirPods. One day I lost two pair in a day. <laughs> See, yeah. I lost them on my way to the airport. I buy a pair at the airport. It's like $300. I get off the plane. I'm like, where in the hell? I could not believe it. GJ and Max. Followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It is our number two coming up at 1.30. Head Coach Kenny Farrell will join us here at Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria as we will uh, talk a little soccer with him. He picked up win number 100 yesterday with your New Orleans Jesters. And we'll also talk a couple of other topics here as well when it comes to a little football. Ralph Malmer joining us at 2.30. He will give his thoughts as, I guess we can say this now, Jordan, it is officially over. The Saints off-season training activities, workouts, the practices, it's it. They are off now for six more weeks until the start of training camp. Six Wednesdays. So just count six Wednesdays from now, and it is day one. Of Saints training camps. Not that far. It's not that far when you think about it, especially when you do different things. What was that? Does that mean that we have six week vacation? No, we don't have six week vacation. The, the players just don't have to go to practice what or do, do anything. What are we going to talk that. about? Oh, well, you know, they got a lot to talk about, including one week from today. What do they have? The NBA draft. The NBA draft is coming up. So that will be fantastic as we will, uh, be at Katie's next Thursday, Scott, as Scott Craig joins us here, Chef Scotty. Um, we'll be at Katie's next Thursday, day yeah. of the NBA draft. Fun. Trying to get Jake Madison out there. He's gonna, if the schedule looks good, we will be there. Um, as well to get us ready for the NBA draft. We spoke with Schmidt Dua at 12.30. I missed it! Oh man, what did Schmidt have to say about Jackson Hayes, Zion, the draft in the NBA finals? If I missed it, how can I hear what Schmidt had to say? You type into your search bar, ESPN Radio NOLA, click on our link, click on podcast, and the sports hangover, and you'll be able to listen to all three hours of the show, or go to Twitter, and you can see it on our Twitter page when I post it after 3 o'clock today. Awesome. Can you say, oh, Schmidt, on the radio? You just did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I mean, Schmidt. Uh, oh, Schmidt. Oh, Schmidt. Oh, Schmidt do it. Um, He's heard that before. Always good stuff. And and, and look, I, I'm interested to see if any draft day trades happen. 
and things that nature. As we get closer, obviously, we'll start focusing a lot more on that. We had three days of mandatory minicamp. That, that's been most of our focus here as well. Plus, uh, in case you missed it and you weren't around and you want to hear it yet again, we'll quickly touch on it, get everybody's opinions, including General D once he finishes destroying. And you're doing a really good job, by the way, as the looks like some shrimp and some Kushan delay is about to make its way into uh, the mouth there. Um, here's our lead. Time now for the lead. The lead. The lead. The lead. Here's what's topping our headlines on the sports hangover. Your New Orleans Saints earlier this morning dropping on their webpage, their Twitter account, Instagram account, Facebook account. You name it, it's there. Saints will wear a black helmet for a game or games this season. Those game or games have yet to be announced. It is a solid black helmet. Not solid. Can I can I finish? Are you the play-by-play guy or me? You're the play-by-play. I'm okay. No, actually, you're actually color right now. Oh, I'm color. So how would you describe that helmet then? Not a, not a, not all black. It is all black. Uh, it's got it's got a few little Florida it's, leaves. It's. Can, mm. can can I give it my go? Can I give it my try? Let's see it. Okay, so this is how I would describe it. This is just me, right, Scott? I'm just this is just me. An all black helmet with tiny little Florida leaves. Yes. And what looks like a Michigan Wolverine stripe accenting the all black helmet with the gold Florida lee trimmed in white. Now go ahead and you try. How would you describe that then? I would say tiny Florida leaves. <laughs> I would just do the opposite. I would say there's tiny Florida leaves on the helmet. So you're gonna start with the stripe. The stripe. Okay. What what color is under the stripe of the tiny Florida leaves, by the way? Black. Uh-huh. What color are the Florida leaves? Gold. On top of? Black. Which is a stripe on a? Black helmet. Okay. <laughs> Looks to me like the Atlanta Falcons designer oh. did this. No, but I thought you liked the helmet, though. It's okay. Oh, oh if you look at the 1969 okay. preseason helmet with the gigantic fleur-de-lis on the side. You're not going to be able to see the fleur-de-lis. You're right, Gus. Well, the, the little fleur-de-lis that, that make up the, the strike, that's not even my concern. I like them. I, I'm, I'm cool with that. What I may have an issue with, I wouldn't say I have an issue. I, I just kind of, I would like it on the all-black jersey. Call it the assassin. With gold I mean, like, pants. I, well, I want the all-black. I want all right. the, uh, but hear me out though, right? You can wear, I mean, because the, the gold Nike swoosh, the logo, the patch, all that would accentuate. It just, it would look sweet like that. Cam Jordan did a photo shoot showing the new jersey and helmet. And the jersey is the white color rush jersey, which everyone loves. Everyone thinks that that should be the team's now white jersey, the road jersey. That it's the color rush jersey. The, gold the old gold's pronounced. It just looks sweet. Well, they took that and it has, it, 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 you know, it's three stripes on the shoulders. You have a black stripe in the middle bordered by two gold stripes. I guess that ties in the black helmet. Cam Jordan's wearing black socks to go with the white pants and the white jersey. I I see it. I just, to me... Dennis Allen even spoke about it after practice today. I, I kind of dig. I would like it on the all black. So that's what it would look like. Now, there I is, do like it there. There is a black and gold stripe alongside of the, the pant that kind of ties it in. So I like that. I do like it. Look... 
the the, the Florida de Lee that form basically that stripe on the helmet. It, it when you see it from afar, you don't see the Florida Lees. It looks like a white stripe or a gold stripe. However you want to look at. I it. like it, but I think it would look really good with the black see. How it looks like a white paint. stripe. The Florida Lees. It looks yeah. like a gray stripe. Yeah, well, again, you saying gray, I'm looking white. Jordan just doesn't care for it at all. 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime into the conversation at ESPN Radio NOLA as well, Jordan will read over some of the comments. Are they coming, they're coming in? Yeah, I think it's along the same lines that you said if, if it was an all black uniform, yeah. then it would look really nice. That's what I, I looked at it here as With well. Gold pants. As, um, can't we build that? Dennis Allen spoke after practice today, and he, of course, was asked about the black helmets they'll wear this year. I think this is an idea that's kind of been in the making for for a little while, um, uh, and I, it, it's it's kind of a league initiative. I don't get really too in depth and involved in that. Um, I thought it was kind of cool looking, you know. So I was like, "All right, let's do it." All right. really hopefully, hopefully nobody has a problem with it. I'm really disappointed you weren't a big part of the design process here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, say he, was hope- he was hopeful that you didn't have a problem with it. I don't it, have a Jordan. problem with the helmets. Uh, it kind of sounds like you have a problem. I don't problem. like the combination. Scott, have you seen the movie Spaceballs? No. You haven't seen the movie Spaceballs? Well, there's a, there's a, there's a part in there where Mel Brooks is Yoda, or his name is Yogurt in the movie. And he goes, it's all about merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. That's all this is. You heard Dennis Allen say, I, I, it's the league thing. Nike in the league will do that. Why? Because, Scott, you already said when you sat down and looked at it at 1232 this morning or this afternoon, you said you had to buy one. <laughs> I do. So because, there you go. <laughs> because there it is. It needs to be a part of my collection. Yeah, I dig it. I, 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 like, I like it, and I'm all about trying to I don't, know, do different things. I don't buy ones they don't wear. Like, they've got a yep. camouflage, mm-hmm. and they've got a white one. You know, I, I wouldn't want that. I would only want the ones they actually wear on the field. I mean, look, when and you look at the them, only helmet they've yeah. ever, I don't think they've ever had a different helmet on the field other than the gold. No, I think they did have a black one. They in had a, a preseason in 69. It, not in a regular they wear a season. gold helmet one day? I thought they wore gold. With the they always wear a gold, gold helmet. Yeah, they always wear a gold well, I'm in a white. No, I'm in a white helmet. I thought they had a white helmet. I don't think so. Helmet. No, I don't think I need so. a Saints historian. I do like that very much. But I, did, I, I think again, if you're I, going black jersey, you need gold well, and, pants. And here's the other thing, white it's, pants. it's not a matte black. It's a, it's a glossy black. Which it's a glossy like? black. So it, it's going to look sweet. I think it's, look, whatever, man. Yeah. I mean... As long as they're winning, I don't care what they wear. How about I don't care if they wear cub uniforms. Um... Player of the day on Tuesday, Jarvis Landry making the one-handed catch. You saw it. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Any thoughts on him? Um, you could tell he's been hanging out with Odell. <laughs> um, I just think, like I said, that he's very smooth and athletic, yeah. and the receiving core is not what it was last year. And I really think Callaway is, is going to be a much better receiver with a little help from his friends. I also so, you know, was bringing up to Jordan, the graduate, Unless I, I really like what you do, though. If he, if he says something you don't like, he goes it's back intern. to the intern. Okay. So yesterday, though, Chris Olave, double coverage, made a great snag. Uh, yeah. Everyone seems to think that that was the play of the day. Today, Olave and Landry catching touchdowns on seven-on-seven drills. Look, I, I know I get it. I'm just saying, though, as we said in hour one, when you have two new additions to a position group sorely in need of help, 
you have to like it. And they have stood out. I have video and photos of the first OTA to the second OTA to minicamp. Chris Salave looks the part. Yeah. Okay. Now, General D will hear from him here shortly when he finishes his lunch. But he says, you know, same thing like with Alante Taylor. You can kind of see his size. You can kind of see what he can do. But to me, Alave just looks smooth in route running. But more importantly, I took a video and some stills, Scott, in one of the OTAs of one of the drills they do at the very beginning where he gets off the line of scrimmage. And the drill is you got a coach with like a pad and it's press coverage. You're trying to get out of press coverage. And it, it's a, it's a quick swim move, a quick sidestep right, and then the hands come up, catch it. Just it looks right. Does yeah. that make sense? Like he, yeah, it's it just smooth. It just looks right. It's soft. So it's everything a receiver should be. Uh, and I hadn't seen him drop a ball, which is always a good thing. Uh, but Dennis Allen spoke about Jarvis and Alave. Well, I would say that I like both those players. Um, I'd say both of them bring a skill set to the wide receiver room that I think can help us uh, and be better in that in that area this year. Um, you know, Jarvis obviously being a uh, a savvy vet, outstanding route runner. Um, Chris is highly athletic, got really good speed to stretch the field. Um, he's going to have a learning curve just like all rookies do, and uh, I. I Look, I think this, I think one of the things that we wanted to do this year was add talent to the roster and increase the competition amongst the roster. And I think we've done that in a lot of different areas. And you've said that back in hour number one. You can, like, your eyes, right? That's what I've been saying. If you go out there and you look at it, and even in the OTAs when you didn't have everybody there, when Lattimore won there, Kamara won there, and Ingram won there. But I'm sitting there yesterday, and I'm like, no, I want to hear Tuesday. So I'm looking at it yesterday with the compliment of people, and there's still no Michael Thomas. No. And you I'm still don't have a that. couple of players, you know, out there as they're continuing to rehab, and there's still no Davenport, you still don't see Turner. I'm sitting here going, my goodness, if at any point this season this team is healthy, fully, at least for a game, this team has some frontline talent, they have depth, and I think over a 17-game season – as Sean Payton famously said last year, if you're on the practice squad, you better be expecting to play. Right. If you're a backup, you're probably going to start. It's just the league right now. You're, you're going to suffer injury. You're going to have to have and To the point that you're making with Callaway and to the other receivers that you have there as well, those guys saw starting men attacks. Again, I'm not even really talking about Traquan Smith and all that. But if you need those guys... That's different than those being your frontline guys, and now we're calling people like you did last year, you know, on Monday to come and try out, and you're playing Sunday. That make that makes that's a big difference to me. And we're we're nobody's mentioning Harris. Remember, he's still on the team. Right. Here's no. DEA uh, on the offseason work. Look, I mean, uh, you know, I, I I look at it as it's in in my mind, it's been a successful offseason, uh, but it's just an offseason. You know, we've, we've got a lot of work that we've got to do between, you know, now and still the beginning of the season. Um, I certainly felt more comfortable in in this role, in this environment, uh, you know, with this organization, obviously, having so much experience here. Um, you know, look, I feel good about where 
I'm at. I feel good about where the coaching staff is at. I feel good about where our players are, um, but yet not satisfied. So I like that, right? Because obviously, be. look, it's June 16th. I mean, other than me. <laughs> Maybe you say it could be Super Bowl about, but you get what I'm getting at. So um, I like that, though. A little bit more from Dennis Allen. You mentioned Pete Werner. Somebody that stood out to you, or was that you, General D, about Pete Werner? You were talking about him. We got some sound from him here as well. I want to play some CD Do sound coming up at 1.30. Kenny Farrell will join us, so we will take a break, come back. General D, Scott, Jordan, myself, we're live at Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria. Looking forward to seeing you out here over the next couple of Thursdays with the crew of Katie's, and now we do have those T-shirts. We do. ESPN and crew of Katie's logo that we created from football prints super pumped up about that and uh, we'll be having those out on thursdays and next thursday we'll be at katie's we'll have monster jam tickets there as well we had our winners come by earlier in our number one today so all of that and more when we come back on your home for pelicans basketball espn new orleans Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. It's Gus Kattengell with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bienview on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams, and you'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, ETEL, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Welcome back. 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Jordan, a graduate with a menu here from Francesca by Katie's. The deli and pizzeria. Have you decided what you're going with? You do? I wonder if they have the Grilled chicken sandwich. Is that what you're doing? Hey, my brother. I can do anything. <laughs> he is a chef. You chef want Scotty. some Chinese food? I got that too. 
I guess you could have Chinese at the deli and pizzeria there as well. General D, what did you eat again? I had the legend. The legend? Yeah, it was, which is, it was excellent. It was actually the Kushan delay with uh, barbecue like barbecue shrimp, shrimp in yeah. the middle of it. It's kind of a hollowed out. Um, and we put Provel cheese in it. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it was really good. It's uh, And it had the fritz, too. The, that the nice frips. 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 Yeah. frips. It's not a chip. It's not a fry. It's, it's a, a frip. frip. Got yeah. it. That was good. Carver loves those, by the way. Yeah, I think I need to go do some more cardio now. <laughs> I was going to say your cardiologist is really happy you'll, with you. Uh, my wife's a cardiologist. Well, she's a nurse practitioner in cardiology. That's so, good yeah. enough. Well, yeah. you will, uh, you'll be happy to know because obviously I used to work, we used to work out at the same gym for many, many years. And, um, I was in Vermont. There, there was the gym that I go to currently. There was one there and I went every day. Really? I did. I have photographic evidence. I, I guess I Carver stayed back. I mean, you didn't. Uh... Well, my parents also went because for the graduation gotcha. for my nephew. So you know, I did you drop? So that off? was a mental health check for you as well as a physical. <laughs> Weren't was. you in DC? It was no. I I got was stuck in DC. I eventually got to Vermont. Here's Dennis Allen, by the way, um, on where they can improve. And then I want to get General D your thoughts off of the coverage. Did you go to any of the practices, all that stuff? But this is what he had to say on uh, things that we'll be looking to improve on here as we get ready for training camp six Wednesdays away. Well, look, I think there's there's a ton of different areas that we have to improve on. So uh, the list is way too long for me to list out, Uh you know, right now. Um, (laughs) But that's not uncommon for this time for this time of year, you know. Um, And and it's kind of like your Christmas wish list. You know, you hopefully as you the days go on, you're able to start crossing some of those things off and, and feel like you've kind of gotten where you need to be in those areas. What I think is a big thing is you start to see some good camaraderie between the guys. Um, C.D. Deuce, you know, obviously he was he was a little bit on edge uh, when he had all those things to say in the locker room, but from what I was able to gather from it is he's really talking about how he's been able to pick the brain of uh, a guy like Tyron Matthew, how they really are kind of coming together as, an, as a group, and when you start taking up for teammates like that and talking about how well those other guys are doing out there, and I can't speak for the, the other guys outside of our, our organ, you know, our room, um, that that's that's kind of what training camp's all about. Obviously, right. you're trying to get your physical side together, but you're also start trying to start bringing those bonds together as a, as a group. One of the things that we've all been kind of keen on to see how Dennis Allen was going to be able to step into the the next spot of of Sean Payton and how was he going to lead the organization. And based upon what I've been hearing and what I've been reading and what I've been seeing, it looks like it's been very seamless. It's business as usual. Yeah, that's absolutely business correct. Business as usual. Yeah. And with the people that I've talked to, the other thing that comes out is just, it's just a more relaxed environment. But that, that, that does, that, I, I, it's I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad no, thing. No, 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 I was going to say, yeah. but it's, it's stressed to me that that doesn't mean that it's not the same level of focus and all that. He just goes about it differently. Well, and also... With Sean, it was eggshells. I'm just telling because at any moment, anything can kind of flip him out, and he's very emotional. Dennis is kind of more of an even keel sort of thing. He's still that demanding sort of individual and type, but I don't think it's any coincidence when you listen to the players after practice this week, guys we hadn't talked to in OTAs, and they immediately mention how Dennis Allen is, how he has been. How he communicates with players. And as you know this, when we talk NBA basketball, in today's day and age of professional athletes, if a player feels comfortable with their coach and they feel that they can communicate, you are already halfway in the battle of getting that player to perform. Well, that's across any organization. Sure. I mean, you can look into the business world. I mean, you need to be able to feel like 
your boss has your back. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of along the same lines. I got Jordan's back. Yeah, I, at times I think you do. Other times I think you're uh, you're testing him. Well, it's many necessity. Times. It's necessity. I need the but, help. But the thing yeah. that I think is important here is that is that Dennis <laughs> Allen is being Dennis Allen. Yeah, he's not trying to be Sean Payton. No. Because if he, if that would be a concern of mine if they were saying, oh man, he, all of a sudden, you know, he's really ratcheted up and he's a, he's kind of a new guy. That would be a problem for me. I do like Scott, the fact that Chauncey voiced it yesterday. And, you know, I've been saying this too as well. Again, I, you know me. We, we've talked for years, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not the Homer, just oblivious sort of, like, they're going to win and all that. I'm looking at the roster. I'm looking at what they have, what's coming back. The just freakish amount of things that went against you last year. Mm-hmm. If you cut that in half, and all, and again, you were a defensive play away from Aaron Donald of the Rams of going to the playoffs last year with four quarterbacks and all that stuff. But I love when you already and kind of we said it with the Pels. You know, I like seeing it now. I love hearing Chauncey Garner Johnson, CD Deuce, however you want to say it, already say this chip on the shoulder attitude. It's been like, it. been like this since I was six years old. If you don't look it up, people hated me. I was in the little league. Pretty sure these guys, people didn't like them because they were the best at they You just get used to We DBs, bro. What's the best athlete in the world? The DB. Why? Because we run backwards. We do everything backwards to go forward. We regress to progress in our life. Let's put it that way. We regress to progress in our life. Right or wrong? We got to go backwards before we go forward to actually get a dollar out of these people. I ain't talking about it. I'm talking about... I love it. Now, that's just he's him. Great. And then he talks about the... T- he's, oh, he's Philosophical CD he, right he there. He can't ever lose him. He's required... He, he's perfect for this city. He, he matches is. the city oh, yeah. to oh, yeah. a T. Listen they, to this. They feel like we ain't got nothing over here. Our fans know what we got, but let's just be real. Y'all see what's going on TV. They got us going 8-4, and 7-9. Like, what? Exactly. <laughs> That's right, Roy, Miami Dolphins super fan. And you see it. You got the best defense in the, in the league. The only team that pitched a shutout on Tom Brady in the past, what, 10 years? Come on, man. People have dialed in in this locker room. People are dialed in. And no disrespect to Tom, he's a great player. Y'all know that. He's a great player, phenomenal player. But when a lot of that get overlooked, the defense get overlooked by because we playing, y'all know that. The defense versus Tom Brady. Not the Saints. That's how I'm feeling right now. The media stuff don't bother me no more because I feel like it's just it's cool. Like a, <laughs> it's a laugh. I don't give a I love it. It's good stuff, man. I'm telling you guys, I just Googled it again. Yeah. DraftKings has them at seven and a half wins. Yeah, I'm, I, I yeah. just, I don't. See I got it. them at eight. That's what I got them at eight. Okay. But I mean, I, mean, I, I don't put have a them large eight. I mean, that's wager. What I, I paid the money on for eight, but I've got them winning well more than eight. eight oh, yeah. I, I took them over eight wins, and I had no problem making a large wager on that. I feel like this is a 12 win team. And guys like that are going to will them to win. Yeah. He's like, he's like Drew Brees on the defense. I mean, <laughs> you can will them. He's a stud. Uh, the, the thing that I think there's a lot of parallels when you start looking at winning ball clubs, 
and it, it talks about having dogs in your in your on your dogs. team. And that's one thing I think the Mario Davis said about Tyron Matthew. Mm-hmm. He yeah. knows a dog when he sees a dog, and that dude's a dog. He's and a you dog. can say the same thing about C.D. Deuce. He's not scared. He's not going to back down from any challenge that's out there. And one of the things, too, that I think's important is, like anything, iron sharpens iron. So the more these receivers yep. play against each other, play against this kind of caliber um, defensive backfield, they're only going to get better. And that's what we need to see, some progression with our receivers and also help Jameis out to give him some easy throws. He was throwing under tight windows, and yet he did well when he was in there until he got injured. Here's the bite you're referring to. Well, yeah, man. Um, you know, certain guys around the league that you want to play with just because they're a dog. Um, you know, it's a term that's thrown around loosely. Everybody want to be oh. a dog, but, you know, real dogs know who the dogs are. And he's one of them. And so being able to bring somebody like him in the locker room is, is just phenomenal. Um, but also, uh, you know, Marcus May. I got a chance to play with Marcus when he was a, a rookie, and I was impressed then and even more impressed now. You know, with those guys, you know that that they care about ball. You know, and, and they around the clock they're going to be studying and making sure that they're ready to go for their team. And that's what you really need, especially when you get um, to playing the high-level football that, that we're accustomed to playing. And so, you know, having those guys be able to come in and, and get the reps with the guys that they're going to be in with is, is very important uh, just from a communication standpoint and understanding how different guys play. That's very big. And so just excited to have guys like that, um, you know, being able to get defensive tackle like uh, uh, Street is, is, is huge. You know, being able to have somebody to get the inside pressure like him, Big O, and, and some of the other guys, that's – we made a lot of good moves that is going to put us in a position to be even more dominant for a defense, and we're going to have to be for this team. Street was the guy that put uh, Drew Brees. With, yeah, Contavious uh, Street. And, again, yeah. look, it's kind of what Scott was referencing in our number one, too. You just you see the depth, and I think this team has some front-line talent. I think they've added some depth. I think they've added some front-line talent, and that's on the defensive side. And I think on the offensive side, again, I'm not trying to make more out of something that isn't. But... When during minicamp in front of fans, when everyone says plays of the day, Jarvis Landry on Tuesday, Chris Olave yesterday, today, both of them scoring touchdowns. I, the, two new players to a position group sorely in need of help. Well, you're not winning the championship in June. I, I mean, understand. You're, you're laying the foundation, but right. Right. until they put the pads on, my biggest, you know, concern or glaring need is the offensive line yeah, and how they come together as a group. It seems yeah. like this, the backfield starting to come together, right. but I want to see that offensive line kind of gel, see where Penning sit, you know, fits in. Is he going to take the lead or is it going to be Hurst? And then also, what's going to happen with Kamara? we got to let the legal system play out, but who's going to be that other back because we're going to need somebody else in addition to Ingram? In addition to Abrams. Who's? Abrams I, Smith. Abrams Smith is going yeah, to be I on think this he's gonna be football stunned. team. Um, and what about Jones? Jones, I, I think, you know, he probably gives you that change of pace. Obviously, he was enough to displace a running back last year and to make the active roster. But when he got his opportunities, I think sometimes his vision wasn't where it needed to be. Um, hopefully, another year in the program, another year playing professional ball, you, you may be able to see something there. He does have some good bursts. I'd like to see him catch the ball better out the backfield consistently because I think that's going to be the, the glaring spot if, if Kamara is gone for a couple of games. What's interesting is David Johnson's trying out. With the team right. yeah. during minicamp, was ahead of the rotation yesterday over Tony Jones Jr. Now again, right. that could be 
get he's some more here reps. to try out exactly to get, get some more reps. Yeah, to you know, see what they are. When, but, when, a, when a running back hits that wall and they're done, they're done. So, Absolutely. And he hasn't so played in a while. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting because I, I almost feel, and I've been saying this too as well, I almost feel like, are, are, are we saying, are, are we sure that, or, or convinced that Ingram is not helping next year? No, I, th- I think I feel he like is. No, one no, brings I, no him up. I think he's going to. Right. But I think when you, when you take away Kamara from the roster, I understand, but you have to have a talent like him to step in. Okay, but and, that's, that's and my point. Is, They're bringing in Johnson. That's You're what talking I'm saying. Tony Jones. I don't, I don't think about, those like, guys are the Is Ingram least. better than those guys? Yes, I think you know, he is. I think he is. He is, you know, Murray's still out there. I think Murray's a free agent right now. Yeah, but that's what I'm getting at. Now you're bringing in another. That's what I'm saying. I feel like we're getting three or four. Like, let's keep bringing her. And you got to find out. I'm sitting here going, what about 14? Well, (laughs) right. Because I guess what I'm getting at is if the team, and and, and the team is doing what your guys are saying, they keep bringing in people. But if that's the case, then why is he back? Why did it extend it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, I, I think I, I'm not I'm not sold on David Johnson at this part in his career. Mm-hmm. But I it, mean, if he came in and had to give you a game or two, obviously he could pass block. He but could I do think it's things, another thing too, guys. As we have to hit the break, as Kenny Farrell just walked in. The other thing too is I do think if and Da said it yesterday or Tuesday, right? He talked about um, the possible suspension and, yeah. and, and and planning for it. And if he does get suspended, Ingram is your lead guy. But who backs him up? What if he gets hurt? And I think that's what we're talking about here. Absolutely, I think they have faith that Ingram can help Alvin. It's if Alvin's the lead back. But even Abram Smith, I mean, uh, if he's Kamara. able to step up, he's right. not going to give you what Kamara gives you. Right. So you need that other guy. And if Tony Jones can give you some of that, yeah. I just, just think his catching's got to be better. Here's the beauty of it, okay? And we're going to talk a little bit more about this as soon as Kenny gets done here. Um, unlike last year, I think the upgrade at receiver, and we'll hear Dennis Allen starts on Taysom Hill if you can get anything out of the tight end. It's not nearly as important if we can have a running back to carry the team. Last year, Alvin Kamara had to carry the offense. No, right. I, I like the kid I Kroll. don't think that that, yeah. that, that undrafted free so agent Kroll. We'll I like all him. That more. He's guy I think can, can make the roster. Over at Francesca. Thank you, General D. No, thank you. All right. Excellent food here at Katie's. This I really enjoy hangover. Francesca. On, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Francesca. Katie's too, though. Katie's yeah, too. Bienvenue. <laughs> Look. Everlasting summer, you can see it fading fast. So you grab a piece of something that you think is gonna last. Well, you wouldn't even know a diamond if you held it in your hand. The things you think are precious, I can't understand. Are you reeling in the years? Stowing away the time. Your life is mobile, so is your bank. As a state bank and trust company account holder, you can check your balances, view transactions, transfer funds, and pay bills anywhere or anytime with state bank and trust companies' online banking or mobility app. Call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details. State bank and trust company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too, through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. 
Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Are you watching Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yes, I am. Okay, because I'm watching it with my kids. I don't want to offend anybody, yeah. but I don't even know who right. Obi-Wan is. Kenobi, oh, I got you. Oh. But, oh, Darth Vader was catching wrecking on episode... Darth Vader showed up out. in episode he three. Came out. Up What's until up? a couple years ago, I thought it was Darth Vader. <laughs> GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. <laughs> Can we talk? talk sports? Real sports. Give us a hot spoon for your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. Sports Hangover. 15, uh, 515 Harrison Avenue. It is Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria. And also apparently home of Kenny Farrell. What's up, sir? How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Doing fine. Congratulations are in order. Not only did you guys pick up another one, I feel like you got more wins than losses this year for your New Orleans Jesters, which is always good. Oh, yeah. It's always good. Um, but that was win number 100 for you. Uh, that's what they tell me. Uh, you don't keep count? You don't keep track? Not really. You know? I, I'm just more worried about how we play and getting players to play games. I don't watch that Anything stuff. Anything special yesterday? A cupcake? Uh, no, you know, just special plen- Gatorade bath? Yeah, I got plenty of frozen liquid <laughs> thrown on top of me at the end of the game, which I wasn't expecting. Right, and that's 100 wins and with the gestures. for someone as old as me, I didn't realize I could run so fast. Okay, so. Is, that, is that 100 wins with the gestures? Is that what that is? That's what I believe. Okay. Yeah. We play, yeah, we, we play like between 12 and 15 games a year, so. Okay. So. Hey, 100 to 100. Yeah. Right? Again, it's better than 100 losses, isn't it? Right? Oh, I don't want to hear that if that <laughs> ever happens. <laughs> yeah, they, they play it at, at Penn Americans. We played at Pan American on the, we played, no, we were away in Mobile last Saturday and right. then we played against Pensacola at home last night. And you've been, you've had a busy schedule. I mean, you guys been playing like some road and home games you know, about almost two, three uh, a week here. Yeah, you kind three of end up playing two games a week. Okay. You know, at home we kind of play Wednesday, Saturday and then on the road we play Thursday, Saturday just to nice. you know, cramp it up. But okay. Yeah, no, it's been a good run lately. Um, we've won three and tied one out of the last four, three of them on the road. So that's good. And We're in soccer, home. Scott, a, a tie, yeah. tie is as good as a win? No, it's never as good as a win, but <laughs> it's yeah. better than But it's not a loss, and you do no. get a point for it. <laughs> there you go. It's all about the point systems there. Uh, we got a, a handful of different topics I want to get into here with okay. you, sir, since your lunch just arrived. Yeah. Uh, so I won't keep you too long, but uh, I think one of the things that that stood out, obviously, today is when they announce all of the different cities Oh. That um, mm-hmm. will be, I guess, are, are available mm-hmm. to be selected for the 2026 World Cup. Right. Uh, I guess the ones around here, Houston, Orlando, Miami, Dallas, Atlanta, Nashville, KC, D.C., Philly, Cincy, New York, Jersey, Boston, Denver, Frisco, L.A., Seattle are the United States cities available. How many total are they picking? There'll be ten, um, ten, ten, ten locations. Okay. Ten locations. Ten locations total. Um, now remember, there's a, you've got um, thirty-two teams, thirty-two nations coming here. So not only do you have to fill, the, have to play games in the stadiums, but they're going to need locations to train and 
and they won't all be in the cities of the uh, of the of, its, of the um, of the games. Right. So, you know, I definitely am looking forward to. It. I, I want to yeah. go. I mean, I, I you know, Carver will be what four years from now. So he'll be Great. nine. Perfect time. You know, he'll yeah. be playing soccer. Probably have gone through come of your academies here mm-hmm. already. So. We'll yeah. look forward to that. I can't wait. A road trip? You want to do it? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love watching soccer. The World I mean, Cup is It's tough it, on it's TV fun. to yeah. me, but but when you're there and, you know, you're close to the field and you can see how athletic these players are. That's and, and at that level, I've never seen a World oh. Cup game, right? So i got to imagine. You, how many World Cups have you been to? I've not been to any. No. No. Really? Why? Well, I have. I've been in the one in the U.S. Okay. But I haven't traveled to them, no. So you're going. Yeah. You're going, huh, in 2026? Uh, yeah, I'll be okay. here. Well, hopefully I'm still living in 2026. Well, to be honest, think of where we are. and yeah. Think of some of those locations and how easy it is to get to That's those locations. Houston We're is, very a, lucky. is a short yeah. flight. Atlanta's a yeah. short flight. Yeah. Nashville, you got direct flights. Yeah. Dallas, you got direct flights. Yeah. Orlando, yeah. Miami. So out of New Orleans, We're really lucky. you have a ton. And like I yeah. said, it's almost a... You know, a semicircle essentially yeah. in and around this area here, That's where right. you can really get into. That's right. So, so I'm you went in '94. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You know, I watched it. Yeah. But, um, I remember it vividly. Yeah, it was yeah, phenomenal. Do you know what I remember about that? Is was that? I, I was in New York City, and I went to see uh, the first game I went to see was Ireland Norway at Giant Stadium, and in the stadium, like when you think of 1994, and we didn't have a professional league in the United States at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. We had amateur soccer. The American team was in training camp in Florida. They didn't play in leagues all over the world. And um, I was at Giant Stadium, and the atmosphere was absolutely incredible. Everybody going crazy. ABC, I think, had the contract to cover the games with ESPN that was brand new at that time, yeah. and no one knew what they were doing. Yeah. Honestly, they just didn't. And then... I go back into Manhattan after the game, and nobody even knew the game was going on. Yeah. They didn't know. Now, Americans will get up in the middle of the night to watch a game all the way across the other well, side of the world. Outlaws. It's, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just come so be, far since that World Cup. That World Cup was huge yeah. for soccer in America, and I'm hoping yeah. this one because bounces us on even further. The U.S. team was in it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I remember, uh, and they were pretty good. Yeah, they did. They well. weren't, they didn't, they weren't bad. So, and that was the biggest surprise to me, and I think, yes, at that point, people being able to watch the Americans actually play soccer well mm-hmm. became more involved with soccer, yeah. and that's almost 30 years ago. Yeah. It's incredible, I think, when you Did look really at well. it from all those different perspectives. And uh, the U.S. men's team, four games in the month of June to try to finalize the roster, mm-hmm. which we can get into a little deeper, Ken, if you like, but... Um, they did play El Salvador as a draw, 1-1. Yeah. But you had massive issues oh, with, yeah. with, with the pitch. I mean, I saw the photos. Yes, yeah, it, It's really incredible because did it rain or was that just how the pitch was? Who knows? Maybe they watered it down. I don't know. Um, Scott, here's some photos of, uh, of yeah. what it looked like. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, should, it just shouldn't be allowed at that, that level of soccer. CONCACAF's highest level. Right. CONCACAF's when Nations was that, When was that? Last was Tuesday. Sunday. Was it no, Tuesday, Tuesday or Monday? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was totally was ridiculous. It doesn't make much sense to me that it would sort can't, of be you, like that. You can't huh? judge your players on that because they can't really play the game. What it is, it's a leveler. But, I mean, we should be so well, much better than El Salvador. Let, let me ask but it you. Level, it's a leveler. You know, so. Now, look, um, Coach G came on yesterday. and said, mm-hmm. hey, look, if you're coaching a game and you're doing something like that, you're you're going to make that happen, you know, to, to sort of help that. Mm-hmm. So what is the sort of rule and regulations? So th- there's a minimum standard that you have to meet to put an international game on when you request it. And then what happens is um, – 
uh, FIFA or they would do US soccer or someone in the CONCACAF is our region, right? Caribbean, Central America, and North America. That's our countries. That's our part of the world. They will send someone to inspect and give thumbs up or thumbs down, and they right. will look on game day. They'll check everything that's going on, and they'll do a report on it. And I hope it's a terrible report because that wasn't. That's not international soccer. That is not mm. where it should be. I mean, I enjoy watching some of those games in the slop and the muck and stuff sure. like that. But really, that you were asking these players to play in that. I thought it was. I was saying it's one thing if it's raining, but mm. my understanding is it wasn't currently raining. That's just literally how the pitch was when they started playing. <laughs> um, they might have had the sprinklers on for a week. <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Kenny, it wasn't like, all right, we got a game today. The weather forecast is Look, 80% I'm not saying, showers. I'm not saying this happened, but you know in those CONCACAF countries, sometimes they pull some stuff like the drums all night outside the hotel yeah. and rock okay. bands and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. what, what are your feelings about soccer on turf? Oh, look, any anyone that plays soccer wants to play it on beautiful grass, right? The, the game is a kick in the grass, as they say. But um, to help the game grow over here, um, we've got to use uh, turf. turf. And the turf is getting better and better all the time. It's getting very close to grass. And um, it's, we, get, we get use of more facilities at every level of the game because of it. Now, at the, at the professional level, I would prefer that they would have a rule against, you know, at the top level. International games, like... There's some international games are played on that, and like places like Russia or the East, where the weather. Well, that's really what I wanted to ask you because the World Cup, some of these cities. I mean, Atlanta. Well, it's obviously the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That's an artificial. Or would they move and bring in grass? For grass that? is going in there. There's no way they're playing. Because okay, that's that what I'm saying. Like, does the World Cup have that standard? Like all oh, yeah. of these, it yeah. will be grass. It'll be grass. Okay, so. It first happened in, uh, I think it was in the South Korea World Cup, where they started the, the, wheeling look, in the grass right, and because just putting in, in, in Atlanta. It is. They open. Nick, you can open up the the, yeah. the, the roof there. Yeah. So. there. There's no way that's not going to be on grass. That's okay. Gonna be, they're going to be grass fields for sure. All right. Yeah. yeah I would and beautiful think. grass too. Easy enough. Yeah. Hey, before uh, we let you go, Jester's Academy, the summer camps, all that's coming up. Yeah. Well, the camps are on right now. We've got two locations. At one in uh, Harahan. Oh, sorry, out in Elmwood, and one up on the fly. You can go to Jester's uh, yep. uh, dot com to find out the information. But one thing's important is we're starting two little satellite programs this year. Our academy's growing the whole time. It's very successful, and we're going to start in Old Metairie in fall, and we're going to start up in the River Ridge area in fall. Small little academies. If you've got kids that are basically six, seven, eight yep. years old, I'm interested in getting them uh, and training them in academy style, so they can, yeah, so we can, so we can put in the basic fundamentals to be able yeah. to play the game. Was I'm not out there trying to win work. Where, where are you where? Yeah, where? Well, on, on the John Curtis. Uh, oh, uh, nice. Down yeah. the street from my house. Awesome. Yeah, we have a very good relationship with them, and we Perfect. support them with the soccer program. And then in Old Metairie. It'll be right across from the St. Uh, Catherine School. It'll be actually on the field that the that the Baptist Church has across the street. Okay. So we're looking for young players to come in, and basically it's not about building all-star teams and going yeah. winning championships. Oh, no, I this is, a, this is about my kid ragged. Okay? This is I, about teaching the I, skill. I want to hear when I yeah. bring them to your academy, no yeah. dinner unless you score a goal. You know, But I'll don't forget to come to the game Saturday night, Tallahassee at Pan American Stadium, 7 p.m. What, when wow. are we looking for? Yeah. Number what? Four? Uh, where we are? Yeah. We're, we're in... Third place right now. If we win, we could jump into second on okay. Saturday night. There we go. Easy oh. enough. Yeah. Quickly, my dear friend Corey Johnson said yeah. to tell you hello. What a great you guy. You hello. And he said nothing about the intern. <laughs> nothing about the intern. Man, <laughs> he's a great guy. He know. is. He should have been, been half I actually uh, still watch his show on TV. Yeah, I do too. Bad. He's yeah. listening to us right now. Okay, good stuff. Yeah. Awesome enough. Good old Corey. Yeah. Um, or he loves you, bro. Yeah, you know, I, I still have it spelled the way it is. It's K A A. I want to call him Kari. <laughs> Kari. 
exactly. All the time. I actually do. It's sort of Corey Curry. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of say, Curry. <laughs> I, I think have, it's cool. <laughs> Corey's all I've ever known yeah. about. But the, well, there it the is. name is spelt a little bit yes. weird. But it, that's it's, it's, it's heritage. For you, is yeah. it Farrell or? It's Farrell. 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 Yeah. Farrell. Farrell. Not Farrell. 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 Kenny Farrell. Kenny Farrell. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so let's look forward to this World Cup and let's get our game together because it's going to be one exciting time. The, the, the thing that I'll mention before I go is first time it's outside of the summer season, it would normally be kicking off right now. Right. So it starts in November, it finishes in December, and the USA play England on Thanksgiving Day. Everybody's off. It's at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. That honestly. will be where. That's going to be fun know. to look at. It. Look, look yeah. at the face. He got the, opening game, the opening game is against Wales that just knocked Ukraine out, yep. and then their final game will be against Iran in the group stages. So if they need to beat Iran that, to get into the, to, into the last 16, that's another big game because there's yeah. no love lost between the two nations no. there. So. No. no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at it, so we've sure. got a great World Cup bracket. Does to anybody love Iran? <laughs> well, I love the Iranian people. They're really fantastic. I mean, don't forget uh, Jester's Tallahassee Pan American Stadium, seven o'clock. As always, man, appreciate okay. the time. We'll talk again next week. All right, take care. Sounds good. Quick break. We'll come back more of the sports hangover in your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN in New Orleans. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Remember, we have the all-new Toyota Tundra, totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school, <laughs> and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new, and we want your trade, and we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg, 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 Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Thibodeau Regional, again acknowledged for delivering an outstanding patient experience by health grades. While we may be the recipient of the award, our patients are the real winners because you can have confidence in the quality of care you'll receive. Thibodeau Regional Health System, proud to be among the top 10% of hospitals in the nation and the only hospital in Louisiana recognized by health grades for providing an outstanding patient experience 14 years in a row. What would you say? Sports, sports. Hello, sports fan. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back, 800-998-1003. New Orleans Saints dropping black helmets. They announced that earlier today, this afternoon, an all-black helmet. Jordan, it is all-black, sir. That is uh, part of our question of the day here as well. As uh, we want to hear from you, Saints fans, what do you think about it here as well? If you haven't seen it, real simple, go to uh, 
Did you retweet the picture as well? Do you have a, a photo of it? Did you retweet it? I think yeah, you know, I retweeted yeah. it. Okay, so at ESPN Radio, no, if you answer the question, you'll see it. Uh, if not, and you haven't seen it, uh, but want to comment, 800-998-1003 or at ESPN Radio NOLA. Saints website, Saints Twitter, Saints Instagram, Saints anything, Saints everything. They have it. Cam Jordan actually took a photo shoot of it as well so you can sort of see it and um, and make a comment on it. Jordan immediately liked it and then saw Cam Jordan's photo shoot in which it's on the Color Rush white jersey. I was like, eh, I like it all black. I like the helmet. I like the helmet. Now, it's kind of a Michigan Wolverine sort of strap that tapers to a point on the back of the helmet. It's full on the front, kind of almost the width of the front of the helmet. And it looks like a stripe from afar. It's made up of a bunch of gold fleur-de-lis, mini fleur-de-lis, almost like the buck. You know, Ohio State Buckeye helmet or something like that. It's about that size. And there's just a bunch of them. And it just, again, it's wider in the front, tapers to a point in the back. Kind of like a ponytail, if that makes any sense. I will say I would prefer, I know they're two completely different things, but the color rush and the black helmet together rather than what the Eagles just released an hour ago and that garbage, them changing the Eagles font and the completely different logo basically for that font. It's like a plant. It looks like a, te- it looks like you just, they just went to, um, Microsoft Word and selected one of the preset fonts and then put, just typed in Eagles. I think one of the things that you see, um, did you say the Eagles? Yeah, I was talking about the Eagles font. I was talking about the Saints helmet. I know. I- right. You weren't listening. No, I said no, no. the two. There were. I said I would much prefer the black helmet and the white uniforms together. How did we get to the Eagles? Because I said they also came out with oh, a new look. Okay, <laughs> you confused me. Sorry. No, you confused me. Just making sure. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three at ESPN Radio Nola. Any responses uh, that I guess some people sort of feel about it, there, buddy? I think we have um, a few like gifs. Yeah, the Bema says it looks like a Falcon helmet. He's not really uh, into it. Will Rab from back in the day here, ESPN New Orleans. He's over in Tennessee. He tweets, need to see it in action first. Meh. That's kind of how he feels. Corey Anolis says, finally a black helmet. Just need to remove all the arts and craft Florida Lee stickers on the top. <laughs> so, so basically so half. would rather just like a solid stripe. I do think a lot of people kind of like just the solid stripe. And I'll say this. They're so small that when you look at like the, the photos of Cam Jordan, in which he's away from the camera, it looks like a stripe. And I think that's the intended purpose when it's a zoomed-in look like the camera in the game will have, you know, the the face shot of the helmet, the player, you'll see their fleur-de-lis. But I don't think there's any way from the stands you'll be able to tell that those are fleur-de-lis. Like, it's going to look like a stripe. So it is kind of interesting to see how it looks from afar more than anything else. I don't know. I, I'm... Look, I mean, it is what it is. But we'll love to get your opinion. 800-998-1003. Uh, we had a running list going earlier in the show. Lee? Nah. Mr. Black? Yeah. He didn't mind it. But Mr. Black said he wouldn't mind it on any jersey, on any yeah, helmet, mis- anything. Mr. Black liked okay. it completely. He's a Saints fan, regardless, no matter what. Um, 
minicamp mandatory practice number three is in the books. Dennis Allen talked about several different things today as well as the other two days, specifically about camp ending, his overall thoughts. We touched on that. We'll do it again at the top of the hour. But specifically, one of the things that we will start looking at moving forward, right, is how that tight end position is going to look, right? As camp starts, we'll have a list of questions of, you know, how does camp look? What is some of the things that Dennis Allen and the team need to kind of work on and stuff? We haven't seen Tyson Hill because he's still recovering from a handful of injuries and things of nature at the end of the year. Here's what he had to say. Um, the vision for Taysom Hill and, and what exactly it would be once the season sort of gets going here. Well, I look at Taysom Hill as a weapon in a lot of different areas. All right. So we talk all the time about positionless players on defense. You know, I don't know if positionless is the right word for Taysom. Multiple position player. You know, I look at him as a weapon in the passing game. I look at him as a weapon playing at the quarterback position. I look at him with the ball in his hands. I look at him on special teams in a lot of different areas. And so there's a ton of places where Taysom Hill can help this football team win. Um, and and we want to utilize him in all those different roles. Um, one of the things that, again, I'm going to be, I guess, not focused on, but it's something I'll keep an eye on, right, like everyone else, is just the timetable. He, you, you heard me at the, at the very beginning when OTA started, Joe, and I was like, I think it's important that they're doing this. I think it's important that they are, you know, having practice, that there's reps, that Jameis Winston has spent the last four weeks running over plays, time on task, throwing to Alave at full speed, doing all those things, just getting acquainted with Jarvis Landry for three weeks. I, I just think you, you can't, you can't tell me and convince me it's a bad thing. Well, Taysom Hill hasn't done any of that. And it's different if he was coming in and playing something that he hadn't. I, again, part of me is, can you learn five to ten routes? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't need you so to be. So that's the limit for I'm Taysom Hill now? I don't need him to be George Kittle. I don't need him to be Travis Kelsey this year. If that's, if I, that's the ceiling. I didn't say or that's, or that, that's what the what? expectations are for Taysom Hill. Well, what I'm saying how has, is how 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 he has well, he fallen. hasn't run it. It's, it's not fallen. What I'm saying is, can you can you run me five to ten routes that you're comfortable in? Okay, because why why am I switching him to, to tight end? Because he can't throw a football. No. Okay. Well, that's part technically of it. yes, technically yes. But he was he was signed. Okay, so let me he, let his me, contract. You're was right. To be a you quarterback. You answered the question I asked. So let me rephrase it. What is his strength and asset? You think? Being able to do multiple things. But specifically, when he has the ball in his hands. I would say, I mean, I know it's not on the field, but I think to get the crowd into the game. That's that's why you think they've signed him to all those contracts? Just no, because he's I a said, crowd getter? No, I said the reason why they signed him to the contract was because the difficult? quarterback. I was hoping that you would answer with, because he's a guy that can run over people, has speed, can take it to the house. But he also fumbles the football, so that's why I don't uh, agree with that statement. Like, he, well, he, had, he only had like a stretch one year where he fumbled the football. He didn't. He wasn't a fumbler the seasons before that. Fans started calling him Fumbleina. What oh, do you like, mean? Okay, that one part of the season. That one part of the season. Critical part. Of Drew Brees it. also lost arm strength and threw interceptions, but we're gonna we're gonna forget the five thousand yard seasons. We're gonna forget the Super Bowl. 
I mean, or even comparing, a, no, a, comparing a, a Hall of Fame quarterback and Taysom Hill. I, okay, again, guys, he retired. He retired two years too late. Okay. Not right. taking anything away from what he did for us. See what you did. Now you got him going on the trip. My point that I was trying to make is I, all I need him to learn is five to ten routes because I just literally need him to catch the ball, turn around, and truck someone over. That's what I'm looking for. Hour two is in the books. We'll continue to discuss the top of the hour as it hits. In hour three, this is Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans.